Hey. My name is Anna. My name is Brian. And today we have our fifth episode for Amada World Podcast. And right now we are talking with our first guest, Martin, who is working with the Akashaverse. And hi, Martin. Hi there. So, yeah, we had a chance to meet with you on many occasions, mainly on like metaverse events, but free events. It was actually really cool to see your project, but do you want to have some quick introduction to yourself about yeah, the customers? Sure, sure. Of course I can. So my my journey towards this starts somewhere maybe in 1985, where my uncle, who's a computer scientist, uh, was babysitting me and uh, was around computers since then then maybe around 20 i visualized some sort of islands where people would connect to each other but then i didn't anticipate that that would be a metaverse i didn't call it like that or anything like this and then fast forward to current times a few years ago i kind of had an idea that it would be great for people to communicate visually and I guess independently to Tim Sweeney, I have called the project Metaverse because my idea was around metaphysical universes and stuff like that. And in fact, was thinking something like a multiverse. And then regarding the project, we have called it Akasha Graphic Library at the beginning. Then we ran into many different Akasha projects. And then when we discovered that there is another Akasha coin, we have decided to call, to keep the project called Akasha Graphic Library, but called the actual world Immersa, which stands to emerge in Latin. So that's maybe a quick introduction to, to, to where we are. Yeah, maybe what I would like to add to it is that we started in May 2021, and our idea is to build an AI-driven metaverse to educate to help educate people in finance, digital, and yep, that's that's perhaps perhaps that. Yeah, that's that would be the quick introduction for me. Is there anything you can share about like what what sort of uh, stuff are you doing now that could that differentiates you from say other metaverse projects? Because there's so many um, other metaverse projects out there. Uh, what what is kind of like kind of can you go into a bit more depth about like the the values or the principles behind the metaverse that you're creating, and yeah, well, uh, how are you getting other aspects like? Because you mentioned the Akasha coin, uh, so it sounds like you want to add elements of web dream there. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, the 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 Akasha coin is something that I like to mention too much because. <laughs> We're going to have an Immersa coin. However, yeah. yes, there are elements of that. I'd like to tell you that uh, when when we started this journey, there were very, very few people doing anything remotely similar. For example, I would say that the wave started properly when Facebook called itself Meta. Until then, people didn't really pay much attention. And I would say that what what differentiates us from pile of unity based metaverses where really people are trying to build some kind of a social environment or play to earn environment is that we are driven by passion to make the world a better place and 
the monetary aspect comes later. Need to probably, as you know, surely know yourselves is that the monetary aspect is is crucial. Then, then what there is is there that uh, we are a bunch of. Uh, Gamers, part-time gamers, geeks, and everyone's very passionate about the project. So initially, the, the goal was to disrupt the, the current status quo, to create a platform for people to unite, to communicate, to create arenas, to brainstorm, to support projects, to be able to visually communicate. So that was that was at the beginning and it's still the core DNA. However, we progressed a little more towards something that makes more sense, simplified all of the ideas down to, in fact, focusing on uh, more education and offering people tools. So again, what differentiates this project is that we would like everyone to take something from it and to, to gain value in terms of perhaps the digital tools. We believe that many people don't have access to technology around the world and perhaps this project can bring more equality. That's in a nutshell, I guess. Wow, that sounds like a really ambitious uh, goal. Anna, do you have uh, something to ask? I could keep going, but... I'm really <laughs> curious about, like... 2021, 2022, Metaverse was really in hype, but right now it's a bit dying out. Are you nervous about that? But as well, in the contrast, right now there's a lot of interest in for AI. So right now, like end of like November 2022, and right now it's really like very hyped. So you kind of probably sorted it out, like Metaverse and AI. So probably the future will be bright. What, what do you think about that? I'm personally excited. So I'm I'm personally personally I'm excited about what's happening. I would say that uh, when 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 Mark called his company Meta, we we were nervous then, yeah, and decided to scrap the name of our collection. We we called it Meta Beans. So we, we decided not to even launch it. Then I was thinking whether to continue with the project or not, because everyone was jumping in. I would say that whether whether in 2021, I think the wave was like from summer onwards, especially Meta was like really pumping it. When I met the first people to brainstorm with this and uh, the first co-founders, we have set the pace for an AI-driven metaverse. Our idea was that we would have an actual entity that would help you build it, help us protect it, and so on. And just, uh, just, just a, a funny, funny aspect of what happened is that we've met an artist who calls itself Akasha, and they, I think they just have a robotic voice and I fell for it big time. I met this entity called Akasha who entered this clubhouse room and she goes, hi, I'm Akasha. I'm artificial intelligence. And I was like, hi, Akasha. That's amazing. Can you code? 
Yes, I can code. What kind of languages can you do? Oh, I can do C++ and Python. I'm like, oh, that's amazing. How about you help us build a metaverse? She's like, yeah, sure. So that's, I was like excited that we were making some waves on Clubhouse then. Yeah. And uh, so then, then very early, very early on, we were playing with GPT-3. That is the predecessor to Chad GPT. And our website, Kasha GL at the moment, and it's going to be emersa.io, is built with GPT-3 in late 2021. So then I have can tell you honestly that I have not been anticipating such an adoption because whenever I would be on Twitter spaces or Clubhouse, um, people were responding to AI like, oh, AI is not good for the world. I don't like AI. AI is this, AI is that. Yeah, that was That was pre... Pre-chat GPT. Now, what's happened is that in 2022, everyone seemed to be an expert on Metaverse. You've got Metaverse Chief Officer and Metaverse Experience Officer, Metaverse this. We've got someone calling themselves Dr. Metaverse and they started some kind of something. And we've got other people, the father of Metaverse and all sorts, right? Comes chat GPT, everyone's an expert in AI suddenly. So... I think that the hype is great and seems to be interesting is that somehow maybe it's due to me being neurodivergent or something. I think we're a little bit ahead. We have already formed a partnership with a company that has developed very interesting neurolinguistic programming backend with the GPT-3. And we have, I would say unique approach to the machine learning element where the non-player character is effectively learning from from everyone uh, there are some features that that I can all I can say here today is that we would be focusing on cybersecurity and utilizing the AIs for that and effectively from what I said at the beginning with with the word metaverse changing we are focusing more on uh, some form of multiverse, meaning rather many metaverses and something like that. So I have uh, witnessed many different projects that, that are very interesting and, and one is better than the other. So I'm excited because I personally see the metaverse world as something where we already, already live in. It's just, it just needs to be plugged in. So I don't personally think that there's going to be one metaverse to rule it all. I believe that there will be thousands of metaverses interacting with each other, each offering different niche and so on. So uh, I'm excited rather than nervous about it, to be honest. The reason why this project got called Akasha Gra- uh, Graphic Library is uh, is it's based or inspired with Akashi Records, which is some kind of a field around... Uh, world or in the universe etheric field and i found it rather fitting since uh, i have been interested in crypto or or blockchain or decentralized ledger for more than a decade and moving within the nft communities it it felt uh, it felt really good around incorporating or, or putting together blockchain and AI and, and build a 3D world where things would happen, you know, since the original inceptions and all the ideas, we've gone, I would say, a long way where we're thinking about it more 
of of a game where also the blockchain maybe maybe we we are going to wait before we are just going to purely base base the backend on the on the blockchain. We we still have people. The adoption rate is very very low. We have developed a login system, so we wanted like a frictionless few seconds login system. And in fact, we are adding Visa card and 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 kind of Web two backend. Unfortunately, because I don't think that. What what I can say, unfortunately, half of our team doesn't even have a MetaMask yet, you know, so there you go. Okay, that's not not a surprise. I think some of us still, like, don't actively use any kind of Web3 wallets. I kind of, like, have multiple wallets, but nothing too invested in there. It's a lot just to test different smart wallets, smart contract integrations, etc. That's as much fun as I'm putting in there. Anyway, yeah, so... See, so you you called you're calling you know what was your um, inspiration behind creating the the graphic library? I learned visually uh, maybe like around from the research we did around fifty six percent of people learn visually, and it felt like I would like to participate in more visually pleasing environment. So this is why we focus more on hyperreal. Uh, feel and also we are focusing on the feel so that not only you you are happy to be there but at the same time there's something to do yeah so then the way it happened for me is this is going to be maybe a little bit i would say on the edge for some people but i was really high in the virtual reality headset when i came up with this fully and i felt like I was also following some conversations with people. So as 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 an artist, I'm surrounded oh I've met people from all walks of life, but I'm surrounded by geeks. And with the geeks, we use mostly PCs, um computers rather than Apple or something like that. So like some of us have multiple monitors and so on. And we have between us a lot of skills. Uh some friends sometimes ask me how do I download Word document? I have a, a lot of sympathy and I also want to help. And it felt like I'd like to share the world that I'm experiencing, the world of designing uh, things like I'm quite proficient in AutoCAD and I've been designing things with different tools like uh, from Google SketchUp to Blender and so on. And as a, as, as a, as a visual person, I would say that I struggle with just text and maybe maybe a decade ago I ran rather ambitious sustainability project and I've learned that the best way to communicate with architects with people in general is to include graphic representation like a free day and then the other aspect is that maybe like a 10 years ago I was visualizing some sort of 3D website where effectively instead of having the 2D interface that we are used to today, it would be more like a 3D interface. And I'm still keen on that idea. There are 3D websites today where you have some kind of animation, something. But for me, it's seeing the the connectivity and be able to then navigate. So I would go to a world where I want to learn, for example, 
about your project and I'll be able to see what what you are up to in in a, in a 3D and I'll be able to maybe talk to your avatar who's modeled by you and you know something like that or we could create brainstorming place for people to come up with ideas and then perhaps even watch how's the project evolving so that that that's that's kind of that's kind of what happened i was one night i was in in the vr i was in this space it's like a lab where you build things and i was i was like okay this is interesting so then i jumped into the valve home i met with some people and then uh, i'm not sure what we did and so on and and i was like actually this would be cool to have a game with an ai where we could we could do things i thought about the the blockchain immediately then but i just didn't know how it's all going to play out on the there and i was just excited with the prospect and then i went out in my autistic way going hey let's build this metaverse together and people were kicking me off the stages in clubhouse like we don't talk about metaverses 2021 mate get out <laughs> that was it <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can't blame them. It sounds like something out of science fiction, and now a lot of people are more captured by the, the dream than ever. I mean, it, it actually yeah. reminds me a little bit of like like the film Ready Player One. I think we we quote that example yeah. a lot. Uh, well, yeah, being able to jump between different worlds and experience different content, different planets. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. What do you think is like you... the the closest to that? vision right now is there any product out there that's fairly close to that I mean, i've got my own no but... no okay i think there are some movies there are some movies for example there's the valerian and thousand planets that, that's something that really inspires me visually with uh, then then the other inspiration is the first avatar movie they, they there were these doctors or these these scientists and they had heads up displays you know they were able to do something like that so that's what i visualize that perhaps we would rather have more like an augmented reality world where whilst we're talking now i'll be able to maybe show you something and you'll be able to see it on your glasses on the other end but if there's anything remotely close to that i don't i don't know exactly like the ready player one was shown to me that i was i was given a lot of homework by different people so i became (laughs) aware of the ready player one straight after no, maybe, maybe. What do you think? What's remotely close to? I think there is one. I don't think it was actually a metaverse project. It was just a gaming thing. I don't know if you've heard of VR chat. I thought that was yeah close yeah. to that. I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah, it's like people just design different rooms and you jump in here and there. I've never actually used it myself, but I kind of I've seen people use it, and I feel like that's um you know the interface can be ironed out maybe you know a bit better graphics and stuff but i feel like that's a good first step the vr chat is actually one of the things that that is quite enjoyable like you can do many 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 different things but in terms of collaboration and doing stuff it's not there a blockchain is not involved and so on so again it's like a very interesting social social world in my opinion but it like, was a gaming like, project uh, so i don't think they yeah. built it with the metaverse in mind but no, i feel like that's no. still the closest to our the ideal of the mm. metaverse. well i'm not too sure personally my view is a little different in the sense where i agree with you on the on the like you mentioned the holographic table 
That's how I exactly see it happening. I, I see us walking around with these holographic rings and then say we either are in a room where there's more enhanced way to do that or there's like portable way to communicate. So I don't see metaverse as like virtual reality, goggles on the face or something like that. Rather, the next step, I think, is the augmented reality and then is the, there's the holographic ring. And I, I sort of agree with you that today maybe that is getting closer but you know like for example alt vr from microsoft the terrible stuff in fact they're closing it down they are probably going to build something better or different maybe that's what they didn't tell us about it but i wouldn't be surprised but then again you know there are places where you might want to have fun and the the VR chat is a place to have fun. You might get surrounded by lots of kids that will do silly, uh, bratty things to you. Yeah, but that's just the element where kids are ruling the, the metaverse and probably will for eternity. But then, yeah, I don't really think there's anything out there yet. I definitely think that Meta failed miserably with, with investing so much money. They recently admitted that Nintendo does it better and stuff like that. I think, for example, the Zelda game is is way more of a metaverse than anything else. I would say that over time, people developed some criteria, what it should be, what it shouldn't be, and so on. And again, like I believe that there will be a place where we could do more science. There's a place where we will do more leisure, entertainment. Perhaps you want to have some far out experiences maybe we could have teaching environment uh, the doctors can use it you know there are so many different things and i don't think there will be one particular metaverse rather there may be a place from which you go to other places i don't know something like that but yeah this is maybe you know what rethinking what, what you said is that maybe the vr chat is something really interesting to to visit and gives you a better feel. We have many V1 metaverses today from Decentraland yeah. to Sandbox to Upland to Minecraft to CryptoVoxes that I mentioned earlier. And there are some V2 coming up, but they're so slow you can't even use like Somnium and there's the Mona, there's Spatial now where effectively these are just like galleries. To, to show stuff so a lot of people see the metaverse either as a gallery or or social something whatever yeah then facebook sees it as a as a working place yeah personally feel that uh, that we are very early with all of this and to get to the point where we would be jumping into the haptic suits and be in a fully immersed uh, world you know in fact I actually do have an idea of what's very similar. It's called Second Life, and it's been here for many oh, yeah. years. Oh, yeah. And I'm surprised <laughs> that they just didn't, you know, like it's a, that's pretty much, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you have any kind of hopes for your project, like for the future, or any predictions for the metaverse field in, in general? 2023, 2024, mm. I don't know. Maybe it's just like 2020. Mm. My prediction for the the twenty three is that there will be there will be all of these big tech companies coming up with AI ideas for the metaverse, AI creations or like 
seems to be seems to be going that way in this imminent year. The other thing that's happening is that crypto is becoming more like a private blockchain entity where countries are rolling out their own digital currencies here in the UK the, the digital pound and so on and then in the future I personally believe that with the onset of the future technology like better maybe we will have 6G 7G 10G then quantum computing and so on we will see faster devices the augmented reality also has has had a lot of attention last year and this year even more so so i would say that the world is moving towards more augmented world better technology people are becoming more and more aware of it and my prediction is that that the current generations will then move more towards the digital world and as the older generations who have not been born with computers Will, will disappear with, with time it will become a norm it, I know it's terrible but it will become a norm and I believe it's our responsibility to, to make sure that the AI won't be taking over the world but I don't think we will stop it like uh, yeah I don't know it's you know like of, over time discovering about this project it's a rather uh, it's rather sad the kind of world we live in so so it would be good to actually make sure that we live in analog world that creativity doesn't disappear and we just don't spend time around computers because i spent the most amount of time around computers in my life in the last two years yeah and it's not the way i want to live to be honest so yeah i don't know maybe that helps i would say that we will see a lot of projects disappear more projects coming in and perhaps Someone's going to come up with some really cool breakthrough, up, something like what was happening in Another the killer. height of the two worlds, you know. Okay. Like, you know, when we had MySpace or something, and then, then they came up with Instagram, and whoa, everyone went crazy. Now nobody really, well, not people don't care now, it's TikTok, so the next thing's going to be something else. And what's really sad is that people are becoming very used to uh, instant gratification you know and i don't know we'll see we'll see hopefully the gen z's with their polaroids coming up today some of my gen z friends they're just running around with like analog film cameras and you know things like that maybe maybe we will see the revival of the of the 80s early 90s that's something i'm looking forward to <laughs> <laughs> that would be great sounds like um, i think we yeah I think we need to start wrapping up because I'm slowly running out of time. Mm-hmm. It was so great to talk to you. And I think I really would like to invite you to our AI part at some point. It's just like, because it would really yeah, be cool to, to yeah, if you're happy to. But yeah, that was a really great um, episode. Thank you everyone so much. And hope yeah, you, you see you the next time. Yeah.